Welcome back to the Fitness Efficient Podcast. My name's Nicole, and in today's episode, I have a special guest. His name is Ernesto, and he's going to share with us his plant-based journey. And yeah, you know, when I first became plant-based, it was really challenging for me because um, I didn't know where to start. You know, I started cold turkey, and when I started cold turkey, I ended up relapsing. I kept, I kept doing it wrong. And I started, it first started, well, I first became plant-based when I was 19 and I'm 34 now. And I kept doing it and doing it. And I kept failing and failing. And I don't like the word relapse, but I'm going to say relapse because that's the closest word I can think of. And, you know, it's been a journey, but I think it's a journey that's that was worth it because you know I feel so much better now I first started with transition foods so if you don't know transition foods are you know like the mock meats and you know like the plant-based burgers and that sort of thing but as I progressed throughout my journey I started eating more whole foods and I think I'm at a place now where I feel comfortable being plant-based. You know, I had friends that would make me feel uncomfortable um, because I, I was plant-based and I um, would, you know, sometimes they'll make fun of me because I was plant-based, you know, not in a bad way, but kind of in a joking way. But I think I've learned a lot throughout my journey and it it also allowed me to uh, get creative with my food recipes and um, I'm going to bring Ernesto and he's going to share with us uh, his uh, plant-based journey. Tell us a little bit more about your plant-based journey, how it started. Yes, very similar to you. I think I tried it about three, four years ago just because I was always a picky eater and I knew I had to eat more vegetables. So same thing with the, like, I like the way you described it, uh, traditional meat. So same thing with the like impossible burgers and stuff like that. Uh, I still eat that, but I'm slowly getting more into eating the whole foods. I think probably this year I went all plant-based. But again, starting, I was more comfortable this year saying I could go all in. Uh, I, I would not recommend going cold turkey like you said uh, I, I did a video about that like it's really hard to just completely cut it off because you're gonna have cravings so I, I would say the same thing like you like you know uh, cut off slowly like start out right. with the meat I think that's the easiest way to, uh, to, to start go with the you know that mock meat yeah I think and I like that because like when I was 19, this was back in like the probably like 2007 and they didn't have like all these mock meats and all these things like, you know, like the the, the vegan eggs, is it called vegan eggs? The one I eat the, is just, it's called just egg. The, the, oh, the, the vegan uh, mayonnaise. Oh, they have that too. Yeah. They didn't have yeah, that. They didn't have I think that. It's called 10 years ago. Ve- vegan mayonnaise. I don't remember, but it's a. It's a. Ve- <laughs> I don't right. like mayonnaise, so I don't. I don't eat it. 
Mm-hmm. But I remember back then they didn't have any of these things, all these uh, transition foods, which I think, although some of them might not be as healthy, I think they play uh, an important role in transitioning. And especially if you're doing it for ethical reasons. Uh, for me, it started off as eth- like for ethical reasons. And then I ended up gaining weight, actually, because I was eating a lot of um, what they call vegan junk food. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, I was I was eating the vegan cookies. I was eating the vegan chips. I was eating all of that. And, you know, just because something is vegan doesn't mean it's necessarily healthy. But I think those foods really helped me transition over. And if it wasn't for for those foods, those transition foods, I would have like, I would have gone back to eating again animal products because it's it's difficult because you know we grow up eating animal based products, right? So yes. when when we try to go when we try to go like plant based. It, it becomes a challenge because you're like, damn, I, I like these cookies, but these cookies are not plant-based. Uh, I like this, but this is not plant-based. And now, now, like, how am I not like gonna eat this now? I don't know, like, what's the closest thing? So for me, those transition foods really helped me in my journey. So, right what made you transition what made you make the big transition because it's been a year and i remember when you when you first announced that you went plant-based so i was like really excited for you yeah so we both come from a hispanic family so we both know what they eat yes Uh, and they cannot give up and we see where that leads up when you know when they hit 50 60 all the complications they have so Mm -hmm. that kind of hit i need to change what i eat because i could I will end up like them if I keep eating what they eat. So right. I think that was my one factor. Like I, you know, I wanted to take a little bit better care of my health, uh, find alternatives. And like you said, I, I got made fun of too. I still get made fun of, you know, like I'm eating grass yeah. or whatever, like those little jokes. Yeah. I had friends that used to call me a tree hugger, <laughs> <laughs> like a hippie. But uh, I, I kind of want to know what obstacles did you face in your journey, like in the beginning? What obstacles did you face when you were doing that transition? So I was living with family, and I think the hardest thing was, you know, I had to buy my own food, and like the temptation was always there. Like, you know, but my family would already have food done, like, oh, come join us. I'm like, no, I got to make my own food separately. And I gotta watch them eat it. And like, you know, I'm gonna. It was a balance of, of, you know, like the discipline. I had to make my own food and say, no, I'm not gonna eat that. Even though it's right in front of me, it's more convenient to just eat, like, the order pizza. It, it would be so convenient just to eat it right there because it's already done. But to have the discipline and say, no, I'm gonna take the time and make my own food. Also, learning how to cook. I didn't know how to do that like mm-hmm. three years ago, three years ago. Yeah, I was intimidated by a stove and things like that. I could, I could do like microwave meals, but to learn how to actually cook, that was like yeah. two, three years ago. Uh, so that was a challenge. Oh, and also the nutrition, not just eating stuff because it's vegan, like actually figuring out what is good for me, what my body needs. Um, right. 
I think a lot of people mentioned, someone mentioned to me uh, that they went vegan and they couldn't because they felt sad or they felt low energy. And of course, I have that too. I feel like that too. So you, I had to make sure I was getting the right nutrition to make sure I was getting the right, to make sure it didn't affect my mood because it, it will. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely affects your mood. And even recently I was at the gym and I wanted to get a protein bar. There's the, these, uh, I don't know if you heard of them, it's called NoCal. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. So there's one, there's a protein bar called NoCal and I always buy it after my workout. And so I remember one day I went and they didn't have it. It's like, I really like eating like that, that specific protein bar. But then when I went, they didn't have it and they had the regular ones. And I was just like, damn, like, I, like this is like so part inconvenient. Of yeah, it's so inconvenient that they didn't have it, but they had like non-vegan ones. And I was just like, damn. See, if it would have been me in the past, I would have just gone for the regular protein See, the, That's the thing in New York, there's not yeah. a lot of vegan options. In, the, in your neighborhood, especially my neighborhood also, there was no, there wasn't a lot of options. It was, you had to eat. I didn't have a lot of options. Yeah. And I think, are, where are you from again in New York? I grew up in Queens. So I had to travel to Brooklyn to get like vegan options, uh, like decent wow. food. In Queens, yeah. there wasn't, there was like a very small shelf of vegan food. So you had to actually put effort to find it. And for me, I'm from the Bronx, so they had no vegan, they had no <laughs> vegan food. I had to cook the vegan food that I, like, if I want vegan food, I had to literally go to the supermarket, buy fruits and vegetables, tofu. Yep. They don't have tempeh. Mm-hmm. They don't have, a, they don't have a lot of options. So if I want, I have to go all the way to the city. And if I want to buy a lot of stuff, I, I don't drive. So like, I got to take, the, I got to b- bring all these groceries in the tr- on the train. And it's it's an inconvenience. I think the only thing that's the closest thing around me in my vicinity that is vegan is the Impossible Burger from the Burger King on my block. Wow. Yeah. Like, oh, and they also have, like, if I go to CPS, they have the vegan protein bars that I was talking about. But other than that, I have to cook everything. And... You know, if it wasn't for how I felt ethically about about animals, um, I would have I would have just bought just regular. Just I don't want to say regular because let's normalize veganism. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, if I didn't have those options and I didn't have that strong will. I probably would have gone back to eating animal products. And um, I think now it's getting a little bit better, but I still have to, I still have to cook, I have to cook all of my food. And I think the fact that there's a lack, where I live, there's a lack of vegan food. So it just made me, inspired me to get more creative with my food, especially, you know, trying to be on the budget because a lot of vegan food could be expensive but at the same time I look, I'm looking at it as I'm investing in my health so you know I could buy 
expensive clothes and I could buy expensive shoes, but that doesn't do anything for my health and the quality of life, of my life that I'm living. And um, I kind of just wanted to get your input on how do you feel after the, after the transition? Oh, I definitely feel better. I, I remember, and my family kind of takes offense when I say this, but like, I remember eating like their food that they cooked and just feeling tired, bloated. Sometimes I would get mm-hmm. sick, stomach ache uh, consistently. Uh, then I eat my food, the tempeh, tofu, things like that. I feel great. I actually feel full and I have energy. And they kind of take offense to that. I'm like, no, it's, it's, that's just a fact. It's not, don't take it personal. It's the ingredients that you're using. Uh, I feel just great about it. And I don't gotta take as much um, caffeine as I used to when I was yeah. eating regular meat, because I always felt low in energy. So I would, oh, I feel tired. I just need more caffeine. Like, no, I don't. Uh, so big energy boost, mostly. Sometimes because, um, you know, some vegan foods, you gotta make sure you're getting like a, what is it, a vitamin D and the B12. Yeah. yeah, those are two of the big, the, the vitamin deficiency, the B12, that's a, but I think the, just taking a supplement, that would help. Yes. Yeah. I, I wasn't doing that before, now I am. And that makes an improvement. Yeah, I think, you know, for vegans, it's a, it's easier to become deficient in those things just because we get the B12 and the vitamin D, we get that from animal products. And when you take that away, we become deficient. So, you know, taking B12 has definitely helped me because I, I also have a low iron as well. So taking supplements is definitely important if you're trying to become vegan. But that's my opinion. You know, some vegans don't believe in taking uh, sounds of this kind of sounds absurd, but some vegans believe that they get their vitamin D from the sun, and that's not enough. Like I understand, like you get vitamin D from the sun, but we still need supplements, and that's and I'm gonna stick to that. And um, yeah, you know, last month I've been experimenting with going fully raw. Uh, have you have you heard of raw veganism? Yes, I have because I I started following people and that's I did not know. I feel like I just discovered a whole nother side. Like I didn't know that was a thing until a few that's months ago. Hardcore. That is. I'm thinking like, oh, I'm vegan. I'm one of them, and they're like, oh, I'm not. I'm not like fully like. Some people are like really all in. Like they've been doing it for their whole life, and they're going raw. That's great. I think event eventually I'll get there. I'm probably not there yet. Cause I'm, I'm a pretty yeah. short person, so I, I can have my cheat meals, I can have my vegan junk food here and there. I don't need to go raw, not yet at least. But it is worth experimenting. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, so last month I started experimenting with... Uh, so I'm what they would call high raw, which is a combination of raw foods with cooked foods so i'll eat raw foods throughout the day and then i'll also eat cooked foods throughout the day as well so i haven't gone 100 percent plant-based i mean 100 percent raw um just because i haven't felt comfortable enough with it no i did feel when i when i started eating more raw foods i definitely felt like a burst of energy 
I felt uh, I, I didn't feel bloated. And it's something that I would like to look into to becoming fully raw. Um, but again, my concern is more of the supplement deficiencies, the, uh, the vitamin deficiencies, because it, it's already, we're already deficient from being plant-based. So being raw is, is just another level. So you would have to like take supplements and, you know, a lot of people that, that are raw don't believe in that either. They believe more in the, um, the holistic approach as opposed to taking vitamins. I'm not there yet, and I'm not sure if I'll be there yet when the fact that I, I want to take my supplements just because I just want to be safe and I don't want to have any deficiencies with, with, uh, within me. And I think I have a, right now I'm at a place where I'm a, I have a combination of both and that's what has, that's worked for me. And, you know, protein intake is, is very important for me. Protein intake is very important for me because, you know, I, I do a lot of strength training and, you know, in the fitness world, protein 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 that's uh that's what they advocate a lot and so with a fully raw diet it's very low in protein so it's something that that i'm concerned about but then i saw another raw vegan youtuber and this guy is a bodybuilder and he has muscles but then it's like well that would would that work for me how would that work for me um, because everybody's body's everybody's body is different. Not you know, he probably has an easier time building muscle, maybe more like an easier time building muscle than me. So, and it's already. I don't think it's necessarily hard to eat a high amount of protein as a vegan, but as a raw vegan, uh, that's that's a whole other world. Yeah. And but you said it, it was, it's what works for you. A, a lot of people talk about the vegan diets, like it's a competition, like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. Like, yes, every, yes. Everyone's, it's, not a, it's not a competition. If it works for you, like, I'm, I'm happy for you. It's like, as long as you feel good, you look good, you know, you're, you're not deficient, then I'm happy for you. It's not a competition. There's no reward. Uh, the reward is your happiness and your healthiness. And I think that's why people don't, like be of vegans like vegans have a bad reputation they don't have the best reputation because you know animal organizations such as PETA uh, have very forceful tactics to try to convert people to being plant-based as opposed to saying hey this is what I eat this is how it makes me feel but it's more it's more an aggressive approach and I don't know if you heard of Freely the banana girl no I haven't what's Freely Oh, she's the, oh my goodness. She, she, okay, so back in 2016, she was like the most popular vegan YouTuber. And she claimed to eat about, uh, I don't even know, like probably 50 bananas a day. And she's a, she's a fruitarian. Are you familiar with like the, with fruitarians? This is new to me. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. So that. it's just basically. 
that eat fruit. Okay, uh, I think uh, Steve Jobs was like that. He he only ate fruit, and he said he didn't have to shower because he only ate fruit. Because he felt like his body was so natural that he didn't have to shower or something like that. Yeah, um, that's wild. It but is. This, but this, okay, so this, if you look her up, I she will. is she's she's extreme. She's she's not as popular anymore. She became she became unpopular just because of her aggressive approach to to veganism, uh, especially with just eating fruits and eating and it's not even like small amounts of fruits it's like 50 bananas a day like what i like i, I could i can't even eat more than two bananas a day hey, hey, two's my cut off like two that's like wow you're, you're, that's too much yeah and she eats and then she claims that this is this is what has helped her in her weight loss and then a lot of a lot of the clients that have worked with her complain that they've gained weight with her diet. Um, you need to look her up because she is uh, she's 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 pretty wild. She's Australian, and she basically does reviews of people's diet. Even she criticizes even vegans. So even like you know vegans that are not fruitarians. So, just look her up. You're gonna have. You're gonna. <laughs> I w- I you're will. gonna find her content uh, interesting, to say the I least. I don't want to give her views, but I will look her up. Well, she doesn't uh, have as many views anymore. Right. But yeah, that sounds uh, terrible. To I don't like the aspect of criticizing other people, like because we just said, like it, it depends on what works for them. You can't really criticize them unless they're being like scammy. Like here's my weight loss program. Like you said about the the coaches that they kind of misleading people. Here's how to yeah. lose weight. Then you should you deserve to get made fun of. But yeah, if it's eating what you want, being healthy ish, don't make fun of them. Yeah. And I think what put me off in the beginning was I don't like you were saying earlier, like vegans being competitive. Uh being okay i'm better than you because i'm fully raw like i'm high i'm i'm superior to you because i am fully raw and you're just you're a regular vegan or you're whatever and that that used to put me off and so i think for a while i kind of like when i wasn't plant-based i i kind of didn't i didn't like vegans i associated vegans with with being kind of like elitist Mm -hmm. and judgmental and when I did it for myself when I wanted to do it for myself I was like okay so I want to eat I want to stick more to a whole foods diet and not just for ethical reasons but also for health reasons and so that that has been that's my approach to it and and that's what I believe in. And yeah, so, I, I, I yeah, mentioned it to you, like I mentioned to you, like um, I kept it to myself. The whole switching to plant based and like uh, sticking with it, I didn't announce it or tell, I only told my family. I didn't tell anyone else. But then you know, it was your post. I saw the way you was cooking and the way you work out. I'm like, oh, that kind of made me I feel like I could start a second page and kind of go public about it and make yeah. videos about it 
and not trying to convert people like my whole the new channel that I made it's most it's just about finding alternatives you know work, okay. work for other people I'm not trying to convert you or like judge you like just I said I hope that my channel is like a just like your page was like a transition like a starting point like okay this is where you start and then from here you can go on your own path and figure out what works for you yeah I think everybody's journey into into being plant-based is different everybody's journey is different everybody goes vegan for different reasons um some go for health some do it for for ethical reasons and not everybody's journey is the same so i just think judging vegans judging other vegans is kind of it's not supportive to the cause yeah. and even on my main page some of my some of my older friends that i don't really talk to as much uh they don't know that i'm vegan plant-based uh and i can see them posting memes about it and they don't know that i am that so that's why i have the second page so they can't see it but i can see that they're making fun of it and like they don't know that i can see that yeah definitely and even with um like for me personally this is from my experience like even getting to for me when i dated people i've dated people in the past that aren't plant-based because i was gonna mention that too that's also an issue yeah yeah definitely because you know i'm not gonna i'm not here to force you to become vegan but you know it's not gonna hurt you and i've mentioned this in my last uh episode it's not gonna hurt you to become plant like not even plant-based it's not gonna hurt you to replace one meal of the day with a plant-based meal so if you have you know a meat for lunch maybe for dinner you can have something that's plant-based it, it you know it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be this drastic change like i was saying earlier going cold turkey and i remember i i was dating this this guy and i remember we were going out for tacos and he had wanted me to eat the meat-based tacos and i'm like no and just he just didn't respect the the fact that i was plant-based how do you feel about people not respecting the fact the fact that you're plant-based and have you ever been in a position where people try to force you to eat animal-based products it's still my family that does that mostly and i'm not dragging on them but like <laughs> they I, i call them out on it like they they try like it goes both ways i try and give them plant-based food and most of the time yeah i think they like it they they always eat it they say it's good tastes the same i'm like yes exactly but then there's times where they're like i don't want to eat that again that, that, that plant-based stuff or like let's go out to a restaurant and, and try, uh, try to like they still try and force I'm like oh it's okay just one day just like no let's not do that uh they so i still gotta remind them and it's been about a year all plant-based and i still tell them that like no i'm, I'm doing good it's been a year uh i think eventually they'll learn yeah and i think for me my mom my mom's vegetarian so she's not plant fully plant-based but she i guess my 
her she can't give up the milk right no oh my god she buys so much milk it's the same thing we have that not making fun of my mom love her but uh she cannot get rid of the the milk and and she has a list of excuses that she used to uh she comes over and i still have to buy it for her i'm like you're taking it with you when you leave like don't leave that here uh just to make her happy I'll, i'll go along with it but i won't have it uh, and she'll argue like, oh, but it's two percent. Oh, but it's lactate. It's just I'm like, yeah, but it That's still comes from. That's the one that my mom drinks too. Lactate. Like, but it's lactate. Like, yeah, but it still comes from a cow, and you're not a cow. <laughs> you're not a baby cow. Yeah. This does. That's a uh, like. I, I try and explain the whole the different ways of explaining it very nicely, of course, respectfully, kind of like a joke. I'm like, you're it's like that is made for a baby cow. So you're not a cow. The same way, you know, <laughs> uh, but they grew up on that and it's kind of hard they kind of have that mentality of that this is what i always drank why do i have to change so yeah. they, they don't feel, they don't feel a need to change whereas i feel we probably feel a need to change definitely and i guess for in your journey what are some tips that you can give to people for if they want to start kind of like a plant-based journey or vegan journey yeah, so I kind of started out, um, yeah, start with the, the meats because they really do taste the same, ex- almost the same or even better. The yeah. what is it, nuggets, the burgers, they got everything plant-based. The pizza, um, mm-hmm. not, just to be clear, it's not, they're not the healthiest thing, but that is a, a starting point. Yeah. Uh, I would even argue that the easiest thing to switch is the milk. Go for like your Starbucks or your Dunkin' Donuts. Switch to almond milk. Uh, and I love milk. almond milk. Yeah, exactly. I don't feel like I'm losing anything. Me either, because there's so like there's plant, um, there's almond milk, there's oat milk, there's coconut oh, there's milk. So much. You mentioned I forgot where you mentioned it, and I think oh, it was in your, your video on your channel that there's not a lot of good supermarkets in your area. Whereas over here, there's a lot. Um, there's a really good supermarket over here called Sprouts, and they have a whole section of uh, alternative milk, things that I never heard of, uh, like macadamia milk, uh, pea milk. It's, that sounds terrible. Um, yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah, they should have marketed that a little bit different. Um, banana milk. There's like 20 different milks that I didn't even know of. Um, and that's also the exciting thing. There's so much to try. I'm never eating the same exact thing. Yeah, like people have this misconception that vegan food is boring. And I think for me, it just made me more creative with what I like. And it opened just a door of like just a whole new, just a whole new world of like different alternatives to different, just different plant based things that are available now that weren't available in 2007 i honestly don't know how people because i i've seen interviews of people that have been vegan since like the 90s and i just can't picture what it was like to be a vegan in the 90s because like you know the whole all the all the different alternatives that are available 
they're you know that that's pretty recent it's not it hasn't been that long ago exactly there wasn't a big vegan section um another supermarket over here they have a whole it has a big sign that says plant-based foods and it's a whole giant aisle dedicated to it and that wasn't there probably a few years ago that was recently that they put that and also another good resource is that we got youtube now if you want to learn how to do something mm-hmm. you can just google it very quickly uh years ago I, i'm pretty sure they had to go to like a library like 10 years ago 20 years ago they had to go to like a library get a book on how to eat vegan or cook vegan yeah and i think for me i i enjoy making spin-offs of like because I'm Hispanic and I, I like my Puerto Rican food. So I like creating. It just makes me more creative because it's like, okay, how can I make this vegan? And then I look it up and I, boom, I find it right there. I was looking up a recipe of, do you know what Sancocho? I think so. I think I do, yes. It's like, um, it's, it's, a, it's, like, it's like a stew and it has like pork in it but the plant-based version that i i i never i haven't posted it but i did it a long time ago i just never just recorded it but i i cook that and i use seitan and it was practically almost the same so it just makes me more creative with cooking like a lot of people think oh well i don't want to be vegan because you know, I'm not going to be able to eat the, the foods from my culture, the foods from my culture, but you can make different spin-offs of like, for example, like rice and beans. That's, that's, if you eat, if you're eating rice and beans with avocado, that's already a plant-based meal right there. Right. I told him that. But look, you're already halfway there. Right. And what did they say? Uh, but, uh, same thing like oh but what about the chicken like oh we got alternatives for that too right and so it's not it's not as challenging as it was before I think also they're, they're shocked and like wait wait that's plant based like yes it, it comes from a plant it's plant based because they think like vegan is just a salad they think that's already like a plate of green like no it's, that's it came from a ground it didn't come from an animal it's plant based like yeah you're halfway there Oh, that and uh, the kamas, uh, chickpeas. Right. See, I'm like, oh, there you go. That's also one of the key ingredients. See, you're halfway there. And then the seasoning, like, it's the yeah. same thing. Like, I, I also told them, it's like, you don't really like, it's not the taste of chicken, because the chicken doesn't really taste like anything. It's the seasoning that you love. And you, you don't have to give up the That's seasoning. That's what I've mentioned, too. I've mentioned that in my previous episode. It's the seasoning that you miss. <laughs> because, like... I don't think anybody likes chicken that's not seasoned. Right. Nobody likes just nobody just eats plain chicken with no seasoning. I don't know. Maybe, some weirdo I mean, out there. Some, yeah, stuff. some weirdo out there probably does. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you heard of the carnivore diet? Oh yes, that's the response that people. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. They just, eat, they just eat meat. Basically, just meat. Everything is meat. So. Maybe a maybe a maybe a somebody in a carnivore diet would probably eat just meat without seasoning. <laughs> I think I I, uh, I remember when I, again first started going to the gym. 
wanted to get bigger. I think I ate a lot of meat, kind of like that. And uh, yeah, that did not, I did not feel good. I, I don't know how they yeah, could do it. It doesn't feel good. It's like, it's the same thing with the keto diet. It's like these, it, like these, I don't know. I just don't want to eat. Like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the keto diet, but the keto diet is very high in fat and it's like basically your the your biggest the biggest component of your diet is is eating a lot consuming a lot of fat and that's not healthy but people swear by it people swear by it but i just i don't think eating large amounts of of fat is healthy yeah that, that sounds terrible and i i've did some things like that I probably tried again I remember there was a period where I was like doing different diets or trying different things that did not work for me it just felt terrible and consuming energy drinks and coffee that, to like balance it out like I felt tired that was a mistake yeah going, yeah, going plant based I feel like I, I don't need as much caffeine I, I have enough energy in the day to. I still kind of do need my energy a little bit. I, I just, need my I yeah, need my C four. Yeah, it depends on the day. If it's, if I'm working out, if I got a lot of work in front of me, then yes, I, I do need one or two extra cups. But yeah, but not as bad as before, like two years ago. Yeah. Do you have any closing words for for people that are hesitant to try more plant based products? I'm seeing now that there's more restaurants and fast food places. Mm-hmm. So if they don't want to cook it, I can understand that's intimidating to some people. Look on Google Maps. There's a lot of, well, it depends on your area. There are definitely fast food places and restaurants that they're serving really good um, vegan food, plant-based foods. I would say that's a great way to try and bring a friend, family member, go on a date, go there, uh, try something different. And it's not like it's gonna harm you. It's plant based. I mean, they even I like I remember my old job. They had this this restaurant called Beyond Sushi. It's basically just uh, plant like sushi, but plant based sushi. And these like these are things. These are foods that people like. Popular foods like sushi that that can be turned into vegan alternatives. Exactly. That's worth trying. And it's a fun environment if you go to a restaurant or a place like that. And you both can Definitely. say you did something different. Yeah. And I think for me, I always like I've I've always been experimenting with food. I've like ever I've been cooking since I was twelve. So I've always experimented with different types of food. So that for me it it it, it wasn't it, I was kind of excited because when I turned plant when I turned plant based, I um, it, it like I said it just made me more creative with my recipes, and I think I'm in a good place now. What do you think? Uh, what do you look forward to in your journey? Uh, same thing. Trying new. F- things new ways to cook and trying new food there's still a lot i haven't tried i I haven't really cooked with mushrooms and things like that uh i want to make my own like almond milk and oat milk 
just curious to see if I could do it. I know I know I could, because it's pretty simple. But yeah, being more creative with foods. Definitely. Thank you so much, Ernesto, for joining the podcast. And remember, stay disciplined and stay efficient. Until next time.